gradually this thing on, I just press the button. But I pressed the button. Look, the little light is flashing. Oh, it is on. Very well, Nigel, you have failed me for the last time. Thank you all for assembling in my vast underground labyrinth of pain. I know it's quite a commute for a lot of you. I've called you all here to announce that I'm making some changes. You see, it has come to my attention that the various henchpersons, heavies, and general goons have not really been getting across the evil values of the organization. I really want you to project an image of super-competent, implacable evil. And if we're being honest, you've been giving me, at best, cartoonish buffoonery. I'm getting a little tired of the incompetence, and some of you are just pure comic relief. I mean, really, Terence has an eye patch shaped like a flamingo. Who is taking that seriously? And look at Stephen with his lethal, razor-sharp trouser press. It just begs more questions. No more novelty weapons or alarming prosthetic limbs. I'm looking at you, man with Salatong's fans. I've arranged for a real professional to take over. Someone I can trust to reduce a secret agent to a fine red mist. Someone who will get the job done and damn the collateral damage. All right, Nigel, tell Michael Ironside to shoot them all in the face. I'm sick of looking at... What do you mean it's still on? I, I thought I'd press the... If you're intending on getting some serious evil done, you're going to need some serious help to make it happen. I'm talking about help in terms of henchmen, brutal generals, real whole sort of nutters. Ever since the 1970s, one of the top guys in the field of delivering bad news with a bullet has been Michael Ironside. Born in Canada in 1950, Ironside very quickly decided what he wanted to do and took a very direct route to get there. He wrote a play called The Shelter at the age of 15 and won an award offered by Toronto University and used the award money to get the play put on. From that point onwards, he never stopped moving into film and television like some kind of unstoppable evil bastard. The early 80s were a renaissance time in Canadian cinema, with valuable assistance from the government helping a new generation of filmmakers to find their feet and kickstart the homegrown industry. One of those new upstarts was David Cronenberg, who we have profiled before if you're interested, and the new director needed a villain for its early feature film, Scanners. Michael Ironside turned out to be perfectly cast as the head-sploding hardman Daryl Revok, and from that point on he was a go-to guy when you needed someone to be a bastard. Through the 80s he played villainous roles, usually as a primary antagonist, such as the psychopath Colt Hawker in Visiting Hours, or the futuristic warlord Overdog in Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Any zone with Michael Ironside at the end of it sitting on a skull throne is most certainly going to be forbidden. He might have remained a one-note villain guy, except for a turn as rough anti-hero Ham Tyler in V, The Final Battle, and the massively popular Lizard Alien Invasion series that followed on TV in 1984. Ironside showed that he simply worked as a battle-hardened military type, and so for a while he was typecast as grizzled commanding officers, memorably in Top Gun in 1986. It wasn't long before he came back to henching, though, and after his role as Richter in Total Recall, he became firmly established as the guy you want when you're either going to show someone barking orders as a military commander, or barking mad as a raving nutter. Frankly, his raving nutterness was pretty much the only thing worth watching about Highlander 2, and you know you're an excellent villain when you can be the only decent part of the movie. No one ever said that about an especially good and lovely hero, did they?
In fact, this duality between hardened criminal mastermind and hardy straight-laced officer means that he shares a rare honour with Terence Stamp. Both of them have played both an ally and enemy of Superman at different times. Ironside perfectly voiced the brutal and harsh dark side in various animated outings, as well as the harsh and brutal General Lane, father of Lois, in long-running TV series Smallville. If there's one thing that always sticks out about Michael Ironside, it's that voice. Hard, stony and deep, like a concrete anchor. Thanks to his dulcet tones, he's had an entire second career as a voice actor, not only in animated shows, but also computer games. In fact, he has said in interviews that he is most often recognised for his work providing voiceover for sinister spy stealth actioner Splinter Cell. Frankly, Michael Ironside decided to be an actor early on, and then did exactly that, and will continue to do so for exactly as long as it pleases him to do so, and woe betide anyone who tries to tell him otherwise. He has a voice of gravel, balls of steel, and thanks to youthful injuries working as a roofer, knees of titanium. Exactly what you need when you need someone to punch up the viciousness until the dial breaks. The work he does may not always be pretty, but frankly, someone's got to do it and we all love Michael Ironside for doing it so well. Besides being a consummate professional well respected by his colleagues, he can make your head explode with a stare. The man has range. Profiles in Cinemania is a production of the Cinemania Society LLC. This episode was written and performed by Andy Slack. Music by Meteor at meteormusic.bandcamp.com